Now it's time for another podcast, live from the Los Angeles Podcast Festival. fuck is this? My name is Dave Anthony, and I, uh, I do a podcast uh, called The Dollop. Each week, I read a story from American history to my friend. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be. Oh, oh I don't care for that at all. No. Okay, let Shout me tell you Josh. something. What happened there is a friend of mine who's an award-winning screenwriter, blah, 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 sat... Gareth down and said, look, you don't say about at the end of that fucking sentence. I found out about that. prepositions again. <laughs> How many times but do I, I have to learn that lesson? <laughs> I don't like you... I don't like you learning types telling us how to talk. Yeah. Um, let's bring up uh, our guests. I love their, love their, love their podcast. So if you haven't listened to My Favorite Murder, I cannot... I cannot recommend it Sounds enough. Sounds like a lot of people um, haven't listened. Uh. Um, so uh, these ladies are hilarious. Uh, Karen Kilgariff and uh, Georgia Hartstark. <laughs> Who's frazzled? Fuck! <laughs> Hi. 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 Look at her. Yep. Hi. Hi. 1916! The New Jersey Shore. <laughs> oh, all yeah. right. Yeah. Heard of it. Uh, uh-huh. I'm just readying my Snooky stuff. I don't know about you guys, but I'm oh. already jaywowing. The Jersey Shore was a popular summer resort area. A trip from New York or Philadelphia was an easy commute to the large hotels and vac- vacation homes. Uh. Yacht and tennis clubs and other resorts popped up in places like Spring Lake and Island Heights and Beach Haven. Presidents U.S. Grant and James Garfield owned large summer homes in the town of Long Branch. And in the late spring of 1916, President Woodrow Wilson decided that the summer White House executive offices would be moved to his mansion there. So it's a fucking, it's the shit. (laughs) Sounds like a great time. It's really good. Sharks! Huh? Sorry, now... What? I'm what they call a Segway doctor. Uh-huh. I'm just, I'm just laying out the landscape. Right? So there's nice houses, and now I'm talking about the animal life. Sharks, at this time, were not considered dangerous. <laughs> Long ago. Or cigarettes, for that uh, matter. Yeah. <laughs> or hitting babies in the face. Right. It's all fine. Back face then. baby hitting was totally cool. Totally fine. I don't know what got him, doctor. He's all smushed up again. (laughs) Um, Back in 1891, uh, a millionaire had offered 500 to anyone who could prove to him that a shark had bitten a human. That is such an amazing mission. Yeah, fucking prove it. I never got word back, so I guess another quitter. (laughs) 19 in a row. He was so sure sharks were his friends that he once jumped in the water with a shark during a party at his home to prove it. And the shark swam away. Yeah. Wait. Right. 
Dolphin. There was a right. dolphin. In a, <laughs> yeah. It was a drunk guy. <laughs> not a shark. It, and the shark was like, ah, I'm good. Uh, many, not all scientists of the day, believe sharks were harmless. Reports of American shark attacks... <laughs> Go ahead. Karen's got something. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. Questions? I'm not a scientist of today or any day, but they Uh have rows and rows of teeth. Uh And they're not just teeth shaped like ours. Mm -hmm. Right. They're they're pointed teeth. Not for people, though. They're for, like, uh, fish. Mm -hmm. And plants. If they saw a person, they'd be like... Chew the shit out of that seaweed. Right. Yeah. But if they saw a person, like an otter, they'd be like, well, that looks good. But a human, they'd be like, oh, you look smart. (laughs) I love smart people. Yeah. Sharks are down with people. (laughs) Uh, Reports of American shark attacks were often dismissed as fishermen's tales. You fucking fishermen. I'm telling you, he ate half my crew. (laughs) They're all dead. I've got a nub, (laughs) goddammit. Oh, tall tales. He's doing it for attention again. I'm not, and they're all dead. (laughs) My boy's dead. Here we go again. Oh, this guy. Good Lord. (laughs) My Lord. Uh, In April 1916, the Brooklyn Museum of Science had put out a bulletin explaining that scientists were interested in sharks, but little was known about them, as no comprehensive study had yet been done. It's a big bulletin. Indeed, little was known. Scientists, now give a shit. (laughs) Everyone, everyone, breaking, breaking. Sharks are now interesting. (laughs) Indeed, little was known about the shark. Dr. Frederick Lucas, director of the American Museum of Natural History, said, quote, one of the commonest mistakes, one of the commonest statements is that the shark bit off the man's leg as though it were a carrot. Certainly no shark caught off of New Jersey could possibly perform such an act. Moreover, a shark is not particularly strong in the jaws. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. No yep. reason to think that. Nope. 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 This is why you that... should never listen Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Ever. Never. Ever. Um, I remember my own disappointment. Shouldn't have said jaws, obviously. That's a big... <laughs> that's the landmine word he hit there. Yeah. I remember my own disappointment at witnessing a 12-foot shark trying to cut a chunk out of a sea lion. The sea lion had been dead a week and was supposedly tender, but the shark tugged and thrashed and made a great to-do over each mouthful. A a rumpf. (laughs) Wait, what did you say? A rumpf. (laughs) That was the shark? He was just, no, that was me. I was helping out. (laughs) But wait, who's doing that? So the, the guy, the scientist, said he watched a shark try to eat... Oh, a, so he's like, that's him let down. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, look at how shitty he is at eating that thing. And the look shark at him. Like, it's not a picnic. Eat it already. <laughs> Just bite the thing. He's putting <laughs> a bib on. No, 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 I'm a shark. I'm bad shark. That's you. <laughs> well, the case is closed on this one. We've seen enough. <laughs> the American Museum... Scientists actually cited the millionaires jumping in the water with a shark as scientific evidence that man-eating sharks did not exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No questions there. So the belief, <laughs> the belief was that uh, sharks were just not much of a threat to people. Um, <laughs> I mean, talk about playing into the shark's hand. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't give a fuck about you guys. <laughs> On July 1st, 1916... 23-year-old Charles Vincent was at the Beach Haven Resort with his family. Before dinner, he decided to go for a swim in the ocean. Before he did, he played with a big dog on the beach, yelling at it and splashing water. So a few minutes later, 
So a few minutes later, when he started really screaming, everyone thought he was playing with the dog. Obvious. So it was like, go, come on, big fella, come on to. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, boy, they are really getting into it out there, huh? What kind of fetch is that? It's That's so, so loud. I think he threw his arm for him. I think the dog has gills. What a game. Oh, man. Don't, no one paid he attention. He loves dogs. <laughs> Underwater, on land. Hey, why is the dog here? <laughs> Man, there's probably two of the same dog. <laughs> But of course, it quickly changed with the continuing screaming. One of his sisters said, quote, Everybody was horrified to see my brother splashing about in the water as though struggling with a monster under the surface. He fought desperately, and as we rushed toward him, we could see great quantities of blood. The lifeguard, Alexander Ott, was one of Charles' friends. He said, quote, I saw a big shark still biting him. Charles was swimming in a pool of blood. When we got... Up onto the beach, I saw that his leg was badly injured and blood was pumping into the sand. I don't think you can do that for very long. (laughs) Seven hours, Mac. (laughs) Back then, though, it was long. Everyone had really strong irony blood. (laughs) A woman who was close by tore the skirt off her bathing suit and made a tourniquet. Whore! Whore! While you do do that, imagine this time when all the guys are like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> we gotta get more sharks out here! I think she's got a crush on me. <laughs> <laughs> or she's trying to strangle that sea dog. <laughs> all the flesh on the back of oh my Charles' God. left thigh was stripped from the hip to the knee. Oh, He must have smelled your dog! <laughs> The bone was exposed. Mm. Which yes. is, that's, but that's, I don't know. If, I mean, that I don't is know if you, fun, I don't that you is... guys are doctors, but that's bad. <laughs> also, keep the dog away from this wound. Dogs right. love bones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you can't get the dog's away like, from is that a bone? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had a giant gash on his other leg. Good. People who saw the shark said it was holding onto Charles' leg in just 18 inches of water. It was black and about nine feet long. It also had a very large uh, dorsal fin. A ship's captain who was there said he'd never seen a shark like this in the area. Charles died at 6.45 p.m. He lived for... (laughs) He would have been dead anyway, probably, guys, so... I know. Remember the part where his bone was sticking out? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was not a good sign. No. Uh, Was it related to the shark attack? Yes! (laughs) It was. I wasn't sure if it was... Or the dog! Yeah. He died from loving that doggy too much. Not a doctor, No. This was the first recorded shark, uh, recorded shark attack fatality on the east coast of the United States. And somehow, there is very little coverage in the New York and New Jersey papers. The New York Times put the story on page 18. <laughs> wow. Bury that. Uh, <laughs> the article said Charles was, quote, badly bitten in the surf on Saturday afternoon by a fish. <laughs> Presumably a shark. Fish was repeated twice more in the article. It's a a fish, fish, shark, fish, shark situation. The fish commissioner of Pennsylvania... Wait a minute. I said it! I said it, and it's a thing! He has to be called the (laughs) commissioner. Yes! How does that not come up? Yes! Thank you. Yes! How the fuck does that not come up? 
I don't know. I'm the commissioner of fish. You know, sir, I could save us a lot in print ads. You know what? <laughs> Hear me out, Mr. Commissioner. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> what does his office smell like? Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, do you want to meet at your office? Mm -mm. Um. I got a bunch of carp on my... Yeah, come on, come here, come here. I'll open the windows, get the fans going. So many people brought him candles every time. <laughs> oh, I have a bunch already. I was thinking of you. <laughs> oh, kelp, this will be great. <laughs> the fish commissioner... He needed some chitrus spray. <laughs> the, the only spray of Podfest. The... <laughs> Poopery. The fish commissioner said, quote, I do not believe there is any reason why people should hesitate to go in swimming at the beaches for fear of man-eaters. The information in regard to the shark, sharks is indefinite, and I hardly believe that Van Zant was attacked by a man-eater. He was in the surf playing with a dog, and it wow. may be that a small shark drifted in uh -huh. at high water and was marooned by the tide, being unable to move quickly and without food. Uh -huh. He had come in to attack the dog and accidentally bit the man in yep. passing. Oh. There you go. Classic shark. Yep. It's nope. Occam's razor right there. No. It's just so clear what no happened. It's so obvious yeah. what happened. My God. He didn't attack a man. He was marooned and thought it was a dog. <laughs> I'm the commissioner. Do I have to do everything? He's got a clothespin on his nose. Sorry, I forgot I, forgot I was out. Sorry, sorry. The commissioner. <laughs> On an all-new Kefishner. On the next Kefishner. On a very special Kefishner. <laughs> That's not a halibut. <laughs> On a five-part Kefishner. <laughs> on the series finale of Kefishner. Previously on the Kefishner. Independence Day was coming and no one wanted it ruined. Thousands of people from the... <laughs> so selfish immediately. Well, we don't want our holiday ruined. <laughs> this fucking asshole without legs. By these fish. Thousands of people from the tri-state area were expected to pour in on trains. At the same time, sea captains uh, entering the ports of Newark and New York were telling stories of large schools of sharks off the Jersey coast. Beach Haven. They don't go to school, silly fishermen. Good <laughs> Lord. I'm a captain. My family was eaten by those sharks. Here we go. Okay. All righty. Beach Haven placed wire netting 300 feet from the shore uh, along the entire length of the beach. But July 4th was fine. July 6th, however, was not good. <laughs> Bellboy Charles Bruder was floating on his back in the water at Asbury Park <laughs> I mean, just near this Sussex <laughs> hotel. Yep, I'm assuming he had the little hat on. He was blowing water straight up and it was coming down on two sides. Wearing a fish outfit. Like the idea that you're floating there like, sharks don't like people. Let me just lay out like this. People nearby. It's dog. <laughs> People nearby saw a shark quickly heading toward him. Its fin above the surface, and then Bruder went under. A woman standing near the lifeguards pointed out to where Bruder was and said that a man in a red canoe had overturned. But that wasn't a canoe. No. That was blood. Wait, are canoes made of liquid? Because <laughs> then it could have been a canoe. He was in a, a plasma red canoe 
that guy's water canoe crashed. <laughs> and he never even had an oar, officer. <laughs> it's so much denial. <laughs> yeah, it really is. making me sick. <laughs> Bruder then screamed so loud it was heard three blocks away. Yo. Charles then leaped out of the water, revealing his right leg was gone above the knee and blood was squirting out. Then he fell back into the water as the shark came around and made another run. Wow. Now a crowd of hundreds is watching a bellboy being eaten by a shark. Oh, no. They're like, stop barking. It thinks you're a (laughs) dog. Where's our luggage? (laughs) Sir! We didn't even tip him. He's being eaten by the uh, shark, but he still has that hat on. Yes. That's the whole... He holds on to that the whole time. Don't... Don't take my hat. I won't abandon the badge. (laughs) This time, his left foot was bitten off below the ankle. Mm-hmm. Then a nearby boat came over and pulled Charles in quickly. He passed out. From and as what? he lay dying... <laughs> he got hit on the head. As he lay dying... Sea this is what he was supposed to have said. Quote, The shark was a big gray fellow and as rough as a sandpaper. I didn't see him until after he struck me the first time. He cut me here on the side and his belly was so rough it bruised my face and arms. That was when I yelled the first time. He stepped my left leg off there, only turned and shot back at me. That time I thought he had gone on, (laughs) but he bit me just below the knee and he yanked me clear under before he let go. I had hardly reached the surface when he came back at me again. That time he bit me in the side. (laughs) An awful blow. And he shook me like a terrier shakes a rat. Yes, this is how I talk in times of dying. (laughs) He's a dog now. He, but he let go while I was calling, then suddenly struck at me again, and this time took off the other leg. He's a big fellow, and he's awful hungry. So he did a one-man show he as he it. lay dying. <laughs> Gentlemen, I will do my last soliloquy. <laughs> really, you should take it easy. Don't you're, the, you're, you're breathing and talking too much for a dying I'll be person. fine! All he really said was, fuck this. And like the newspapers just made it. Yeah, they went with it. He was like, what the the fuck? What happened to my leg? And that changed over time. Fisherman's tales. You know how they they are. do, as they do. I still keep in touch with the shark. (laughs) He's a close friend. Uh, Then Charles died. Wait, what? How did you not so see? So wait, wait. How, you, how wait. are you moaning like you didn't but, see that but coming? <laughs> here's, here's why. Because he gave that statement, yeah, yeah. which he, seems so I like... Think, it I seems think, like years later he said that. I think that maybe a reporter made some stuff up. Oh, what? I, th- I think he... He also could have just been looking death in the face and he just got really Super. S- philosophical. Yeah. And like when deep. I'm out of blood, yeah. <laughs> without legs, I get... Very eloquent. I don't know. I get all in my head. I don't know what it is. Might be the loss of blood, but I'm going to cut to the chase on this. I haven't much time. Goo. Can you get the light a little on me more? Here we go. So when doctors got there, the hotel manager asked that they hold off examining the body and instead attend to the many women who had fainted and vomited... And vomited when they saw Charles' remains. Ladies, keep it together. Ladies. (laughs) We've got a bigger situation. Women are worried. God damn it. We've lost a bunch of luggage tickets as well. (laughs) It's a real kerfuffle. I know a man's dead. (laughs) 
That guy has a bow tie on, doesn't he? <laughs> Absolutely. You can hear it. You can I will hear sacrifice it. anything for this establishment. <laughs> nothing happened. He removed his legs. There's nothing to see here. Tend to the women with wet rags. Put them on their heads. Cool them down. They're all worried sick. A round of lemonades for everybody. <laughs> Now tell them to go swim in the Red Sea like normal customers. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen, here at the Hotel Enchantment, we have brought the Red Sea to you. <laughs> I'm talking about leaning into this catastrophe, gang. Now who's with me? I know a good pal of ours is dead, but who's with me? Hands in. Come on. If you gotta put them in. <laughs> Ugh. Let's show off these limbs, gang. When you stay here, you're dealing with four-limbed people. And then he invented the hokey pokey. <laughs> Which yeah. Incredible. Let's really show these fucking things off. What do you mean I'm being fired? Well, this hotel's my life. <laughs> I guess where I misstepped was the shark attack day, huh? <laughs> I may return my bow tie. Ta top hat too, sir. The top hat I was hoping to keep. <laughs> that is the hotels. I've said it to people before, but it resonates truly now. Off for a swim, I guess. <laughs> Covered in meat juice. <laughs> Sorry, was that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> on July 8th, the Philadelphia Evening Public Ledger wrote, Shark Hunt is on as panics... Shark Hunt? Whoa. That's what I heard, too. Sir. Sir. Sir, that is exactly what I said. Sir. <laughs> he was eaten by the shark's cunt. <laughs> Just like Pinocchio with the whale, but way weirder. <laughs> Shark Hunt is on as panic spreads along New Jersey coast. Motorboat patrols hunt man-eater that killed two. Beaches are deserted. 300 bathers fled the beach shortly after noon today when a fid suddenly cut the water 20 feet beyond the guard poles. All the bathers reached shore in almost a minute. All day long, rumors would sweep through the seaside towns that sharks had eaten another victim. Still, some refused to believe a shark was responsible. <laughs> There's always down, some. <laughs> Jonathan Treadwell Nichols, assistant curator at the department... Johnny Nichols, here. <laughs> at the Department of Recent Fishes. No. 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 Uh, no. It's not... No. There's no, why lie, no. Dave? It's, the point is that you're talking about history. No. <laughs> It's fucking insane. Well, one day some guy just walked in and go, God damn it, we're having so many recent fishes, we need a department. How are we gonna keep track of them? Well, let's open a new office. <laughs> <laughs> the Cafishioner. On a musical Cafishioner. <laughs> so, I'm dying. From fish. <laughs> So Treadwell Nichols examined the body of Charles Bruder and said it clearly had been an orca because a shark would not kill a person. Uh, it's... 
on July 8th, two so days like after. Only, only when the movie Jaws came out did we realize that sharks will kill, kill people. Yeah. Uh, 1916, they came around. Okay. <laughs> on July 8th. <laughs> it's not a good answer. No, I mean... It's... This is a dollop, after all. <laughs> On July 8th, two days, after, two days after the death of Charles Bruder, Dr. Frederick Lucas and other scientists had a, held a press conference at the American Museum in Manhattan. They said there was, quote, a great unlikelihood of a repeat attack. Reporters asked if the scientists could assure the safety of swimmers. The scientists said wire netting that had been installed would prevent attacks. Dr. Lu- Lucas was then asked about the possibility of, quote a beast other than a shark being the cause of the fatalities. Other reporters asked about the possibilities of a killer mackerel. Aw, how cute would that be? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You can eat me all day, little guy. Adorable. Is this the manicure fish? Oh, Oh no, he's still going. He won't stop going up. My leg is gone. Okay, it's not I will say my leg is not there anymore, Uh, but... Hey, mackerel. I didn't like this tattoo anyways. Just take this leg. So lightheaded. They also asked about gigantic murderous sea turtles. Well, to be fair. And, of course, German U-boat torpedoes. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is, yeah. Now, it's yeah. right in World War I. It's 1916. So, sure. it, so it, it easily could have been a torpedo that took yep. off that man's leg and then came back came and back. took off his foot. It's the, ma- <laughs> it's, it's the magic torpedo. Those, Check the Bruder film. The Germans, it's Germans, they make those really specific torpedoes. Very specific. Yeah. They're, they're boomerangs that come yeah. back. Yeah. And, and, other experts chimed in in the papers. One wrote, the Bruder incident was not only a once-in-a-lifetime freak occurrence, but such a tragedy could not happen again. The Coast Guard superintendent described sharks as, quote, timid as rabbits. Oh, my Who, God. What is this man's name? Yeah, I'm sick of this. <laughs> he went on to explain that he used to often swim with schools of sharks in Cape May. Quote, if they got too close... You just throw a clam at them. <laughs> I hope he means money. Wait, was that quote from SpongeBob SquarePants? <laughs> just throw a clam at him. <laughs> Tip him. So the <laughs> So motorboat patrols were begun and the boats were equipped with rifles, harpoons and axes. It was believed that the loud exhaust from the boats would frighten away any shark. Mesh wire nets started enclosing all swimming areas. But the resorts were still worried about a drop in vacationers, especially after a few swimmers would not go into the water after the attacks. I mean, it's got a suntan, though. Come on, everyone. I know, right? There's a lot of ways to vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Hmm. resorts thought their loud boat chugging back and forth would assure the swimmers, but it seemed not to. It was suggested that... Look, we're riding a boat! Get in the water! <laughs> it was suggested the We've resort... We've done everything. <laughs> it was suggested the resort cities pool their money and hire professional shark catchers. The Washington, D.C. Herald, quote, a score of boys and girls were swimming in New York Bay, New Jersey, yesterday when a shark about 12 feet long appeared off the dock. Somebody yelled, it's a shark! And Smart. the children ran for shore. Two policemen were nearby, and one emptied his revolver into the water. Do you mean he shot at it, or yep. he was like, take these bullets! <laughs> I panicked! My training did nothing! <laughs> I, I, 
I, oh God, I just, I, oh, I'm, I'm I feel not nauseous. supposed to give the shark the bullet. Right, right, right. That's right. Because <sighs> they have the torpedoes. I get it. I, <sighs> <sighs> Boy, you dream about a moment your whole life and then, <laughs> <laughs> Some of the shot hit the shark's head because it seemed stunned for a moment, then it turned around and disappeared. At Asbury Park, a shark entered the swimming area and the captain of the lifeguards uh, said he hit it twice with an oar. And then the shark swam off. Mm-hmm. The beach was closed. One Ted Brown at Spring Lake said he saw a shark and, quote, let fly at it with a rifle. He said the bullets merely skidded off the shark's back and that the fish appeared more pleased than otherwise. <laughs> That's just so crazy. He seemed like he was smiling. <laughs> I heard him laugh. <laughs> he was waving his little fin at me sarcastically as he swam away. Well... He said it was flirting its tail about. And <laughs> it's fucking swing, swimming. Flirting its tail about Yoo-hoo. and turning brightside. There's more where that came from. As if doing bite more bullets. Huh? <laughs> Keep putting them in me. <laughs> Don't tell my shark hubby. <laughs> they put even more mesh wire around the resort swimming areas on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> Look how their idea. Throw mesh wire at this problem. <laughs> Just need more wire. And they made sure everyone knew. One ad read, Come down and laugh at the sharks. We have enclosed our bathing area with reinforced steel nets. Oh, my God. It's laugh at shark time, people. Yes. Uh, Come here. Let us have... I love that humans think that they have a swimming area in the fucking ocean. Right? (laughs) The fucking ocean. Well, yeah, it's not a great idea. (laughs) Well, we put a couple of boats out there, and now this is ours. (laughs) Who speaks shark? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) On July 12th in the morning, a retired sea captain named Thomas Cottrell was in the town of Matawan. He was on a bridge when he saw a dark gray shape about eight feet in length heading up the Matawan Creek with the tide. Cottrell used the bridge keeper's phone, called the town barber shop where the town barber slash chief of police was. Last drunk. Yep. <laughs> For sure drunk. Right. For sure drunk. Ice barber cup. Yes, we've got a shark down here. Uh, you want to cut? <laughs> no, don't be the barber right now. We need you to be the sheriff. $2 off. All haircuts is for sharks. Listen to me. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Well, we're cutting uh, the sharks. Sorry? Did you just say welcome to sharks? Yeah! <laughs> Listen, sheriff, be the sheriff and come down here and deal with the shark. Don't be the barber. Can I do siren stuff? We've got an underwater man oh. who needs his mutton chops trimmed. Oh. Oh. With a gun. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> On a very special crossover episode of The Confessioner and Barber Cop. Oh. (laughs) We're from Hair PD. I was just cutting hair. I'm the confessioner. I won't stand for this. (laughs) Now take a handful of tuna and get out of here. This never happened. After hitting Cottrell, the chief just dismissed him, thinking Cottrell was seeing things because everyone was freaked out about the sharks. There were other people in the barber shop, and when they heard what Cottrell was saying, they started to laugh out loud and make fun of him, asking if the heat and humidity was making the old man see sharks. Yeah, happens. (laughs) That is a side effect of humidity. (laughs) 
One in front of me at Ralph's today. It's hot. It was so hot today. I saw like nine sharks. I saw a bunch of sharks. <laughs> saw a bunch of sharks. Can't wait for it to cool down. See humans again. <laughs> Any who'll be. I shot Bob with a harpoon. I read about that. Yeah, it was hot. Yeah, yeah. All right, shark buddy. You're a shark to me. <laughs> One guy laughed and said, quote, you, you have a better chance seeing an elephant cooling off down there than a shark. But what about the other sharks? <laughs> I don't. Fair it's point. Very, Fair. It's very... Jersey's a hard place to explain. <laughs> Cottrell hung up and decided to warn people on his own. He took his motorboat and docked at Main Street where he started running from store to store telling people that he'd seen a shark. So that really did happen. People would go to Main Street and just be like, everyone, there's an attack! But in this case, it's a weird one. Yeah, it's a guy running yeah, up and down yeah. the street on land going, shark! Shark! <laughs> what about on the beach? Get, get out of the stores! <laughs> Finish your purchases very quickly! Is the store closing? There's a shark in the creek! God damn! $5 off, anything over 30! <laughs> I'm going to keep shopping. <laughs> so he's running from store to store and no one's believing him because they didn't believe, they still didn't believe that sharks bit people. They're still like, not a shark. He must be thinking about a turtle or a mackerel. <laughs> so now, later that... told me there was a big turtle in the water. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> later that morning... Johnson Carton and his friends were having a good time in the creek. Quote, oh, we were swimming over near the Wyckoff Dock. We swam in that water when it was so dirty every day we swam there. That's what he said. That was his quote. Yes. So he's not a smart one. <laughs> Might have some parasites. I think he's about to ride in the big red canoe. <laughs> I don't mean to, spoiler alert, I don't mean to ruin it for you. He's in the big red canoe in the sky now. <laughs> Orless. <laughs> so, so they saw the shark go by, and then they also went and tried to warn others, but no one would listen to them. A shark coming up the stream? Crazy. It's crazy talk. Later, six kids were swimming in the Matawan Creek when they saw the dorsal fin of the shark. One of them shouted, quote, Lester's gone! That was because 12-year-old Lester was gone. <laughs> the shark had dragged Lester Stillwell underwater. The boys all dashed out of the creek, still nude and covered in mud, and ran off screaming. Sorry, they were nude? Uh, I mean, it's yeah. not that we need to know that, but I that is a new that detail. From the That's beginning part. It was never mentioned. Uh, okay. Uh, so they were all nude. So swimming. they're nude. Uh, Lester got taken. Lester got taken. They're all nude. And now they're nude, running around Naked. the street. Their little, their little muddy dongs are Aww. swinging... Well, and they're screaming, uh, they're screaming, a shark got Lester, as they ran into the town. That's well, what that kid was talking about when he was talking about swimming around in dirty water. That's um, t Yep. Yeah. It was a metaphor. Local newspaper report. Quote, workmen rushing to the bank from a nearby factory began a search for the missing boy's remains. Nets were stretched, and hardy swimmers jumped into the water. Now... Kit. At this point, you might be asking why nets. people are jumping into the water when there's a shark. Yeah. Let's throw human bodies at this problem. <laughs> and nets and human bodies. Very easy to explain, and that a lot of people still didn't believe 
It was a shark. Yep. They thought Lester had an epileptic attack. Sure. Oh. Yeah. By the way, where sense. the kids were playing, where Lester was, 16 miles inland. Holy, That's what is the terrifying. shark doing? It's a fucked up shark. It's a fucked up shark is what so it is. So he's just straight up creek swimming. He's just swimming in... What, he's how go, he's, like he's looking, tripping. He was looking for... He was, yeah. like, he was like, man, I'm going to find a tender boy no matter how long oh. it takes. <laughs> oh my God, a bunch of nudies. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I just wanted one without underwear on. <laughs> oh. oh, this is an embarrassment of shark riches. <laughs> Come with me, Lester. <laughs> you know how when you get like uh, you get the swimming costume stuck in your teeth and <laughs> that's right. You gotta get that's a right. naked one. That's why. I will say I have mud jaw, but uh... <laughs> one of the. One of the, the he was described as the huskiest workman who jumped in the water it's to look smart for. Shark, though. Lester was Stanley Fisher, uh, 24. More than 100 people were gathered watching, and while Stanley was in the water with the other men looking for young Lester's body, the shark reappeared in the, in the middle of all the searchers and bit the flesh from Stanley's right thigh. Oh. The big bone was bared from hip to knee. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> wow. 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 That's, that's, uh... Sorry, I think... That was, uh, <laughs> super evil. <You> just... <laughs> and, uh... Oddly reminds me of when we dated. Oh, no. Me too. Me too, Dave. <laughs> uh, a doctor said Stanley's wound was, quote, wide... Jagged laceration measuring approximately 18 inches, spanning from below the hip to just above the knee. Uh. He also said around 10 pounds of tissue had been removed. I don't know how you measure that. Put your other leg on the scale. <laughs> it's quite a difference. Oh, that's about but 10 pounds. But you lost weight for bikini season. So. <laughs> uh, his uh, femur was exposed and scratched by the teeth, and his wow. femoral artery was severed. That's Not good. Nope. Captain Cottrell. How's it look, Doc? <laughs> yes. Captain Cottrell, I'm assuming after staring everyone in the eyes for a very long time, just walking around looking at everyone. Huh? Remember? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Back and forth? I'll call the plumber slash coroner. <laughs> So he went back out on his motorboat. I'm a nurse milkman. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be a service. Some skim? He went back on his motorboat <laughs> to warn other creek swimmers that there was a really uh, big creek shark. Creep? But Are that was no help for 14 year olds. A creep shark? He likes young nude boys. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a fetishist. Hey. I only eat the little young ones. Get out of here, creep shark. <laughs> Boy. I hate that he even talks. <laughs> I hate that guy. Yeah. I'm not a creep. <laughs> it's natural. It's not natural. It's illegal. They want to be eaten. <laughs> can see it in her eyes. A oh, creep shark. Creep. <laughs> uh... But this wasn't any help for 14-year-old Joseph Dunn. He was swimming with friends about a quarter mile away downstream from uh, the Stanley attack. His 
Friends pulled him out of the shark's mouth. The calf of his leg was completely bitten off. It was reported, Stanley said to the doctor, quote, I found the boy on the bottom. I got Lester away from the shark. Anyhow, I did my duty. Bye. Bye. Well, peace out. See you. Wouldn't want to be here. Good to meet everybody. Then he dropped his mic. Yeah. And said, fuck all y'all. Stanley died at 7.30 that night. But he he was missing 10 pounds of meat. Joseph, the 14-year-old boy, said, quote, I was about 10 feet from the dock ladder when I looked down and saw something dark. Suddenly I felt a tug like a big pair of scissors pulling at my leg and bringing me under. What are those, scissors? (laughs) (laughs) What you cutting down there, doggy? (laughs) (laughs) It's just another dog with scissors underwater. (laughs) Oh, these gift-wrapping dogs. (laughs) Fisher friends. I felt as if my leg had gone. I believe it would have swallowed me. I felt my leg going down the shark's throat. That's not true. Oh. That's not true. Fibs. That's not a true. That's a lie. It's a child. So let's stop lie. for a moment and realize this fucking kid's a liar. <laughs> He's lost a lot of blood. Joseph lived in New York City and would not give reporters his address because he didn't want his mom to know about the shark attack that had, what? That wait, had wait, removed wait, wait. half his calf. Wait, 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 wait. How do you... You know, she's not going to be able to see if I just wear pants. <laughs> well, they did. They were okay with hitting kids in the face back then, so his mom would have just gotten pissed and hit him in the face probably. For yeah, she's probably, why, why don't you have a calf? Yeah. What have you been doing at the beach? <laughs> I sold it to buy you flowers, Mom. <laughs> Gosh, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't realize it was like that. <laughs> so there was no TV or radio, so people came down to the area where the tax had occurred to see what had happened, and so just whole families milling about. It's like their evening news sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Picnicking, chatting. <laughs> now, let's go for a swim. Yeah. The town residents went bug fuck. They got, quote, <laughs> a hefty supply of dynamite, shotguns, harpoons, rifles, garden hose, ice picks, axes, pitchforks, and even hammers. The order is weird. (laughs) No one got any clams. (laughs) Clams! Come on. Come on. These people are not reading. They're not reading. That's fishing 101. (laughs) Throw clams at your issue. So they have garden hose and dynamite? Hey, guys, do we need the hose? (laughs) We have dynamite. I like my home! <laughs> All right, Grandpa. He doesn't that, mean the device. <laughs> by that evening, there were 15 nets installed in Madawan Creek. And under, Gotta get and those under, nets. Underwater blasts of dynamite could be heard for miles. The town net guy was like, boy, this is a great summer. <laughs> <laughs> he was secretly by the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, here's a net. He's chumming the waters yeah, yeah, when no one's looking. <laughs> Mr. Nets. He was up to no good. It's just me, Mr. Nets. <laughs> Guiding the shark up that river That's for 14 miles. Come on. Come on, buddy. Here we go. Up here's a bunch of new little boys. <laughs> You're going to love it, Sharky. Keep moving, pal. <laughs> hey, kids, want to meet a real life fish? <laughs> Take your trunks off. <laughs> You're my best friend. Um, Mr. Nets, coming the mayor, this fall on ABC. <laughs> Followed by the season finale of Confessioner again. <laughs> we swear this is the last episode. I'm waiting for the crossover. 
Confessioner takes on Mr. Nets. <laughs> yeah. He's the only one that could take him down. That's right. You get out of this town, Nets. <laughs> Your time's <laughs> through, Confessioner. <laughs> Guest starring, Barber Cop. Yes. <laughs> he gets to be there, too. <laughs> All right. I'm here to keep peace through. <laughs> You're Nets. Stop looking at the fish guy. <laughs> All right. looking at a dartboard. <laughs> Did you just whisper sex? Yes! <laughs> God damn it, what the hell is going on? On an all-new Mr. Nets Confessioner <laughs> drunk barber <laughs> I wanted to be the confessioner. Are we even Slash filming barber. anymore? What's happening? <laughs> the Monmouth... Ocean, Atlantic, and Burlington County Congressional District offices in Washington were flooded with letters demanding federal aid to keep swimmers safe from sharks. The media reaction uh, was as expected. Headlines. Tigers of the sea. Sharks seek prey off city beaches. Sharks not alone, scientists think. Naturalists not... They've got the scientists. They've got pals down there. It's not just one. they got the chicken of the sea with the tigers of the sea, and everyone's fucked. (laughs) And they've learned how to use our nets against us. (laughs) Not my nets. (laughs) Mrs. Nets. (laughs) Sorry, I haven't been home a lot lately, honey. It's okay, I'm taking care of it. Not you. (laughs) My wife, Mrs. Nets, why are you even here? Are you taking our grill pit? I'm having to cut some hair in. Nobody wants your goddamn haircut. You're under arrest. <laughs> For what? You're a shit man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Honey, I can't keep doing this. Hey. <laughs> I uh, just was wondering why I'm here. You shit-faced. You're at the net residence. <laughs> you can tell by the doors. <laughs> okay, because I was stuck in them for a week. <laughs> Poor wife. Was, can someone call a coefficient ready to ride? People, people came forth with ideas. Which is always good. Okay, mm. now... Of these three people, no one is going to like this idea. Garden. More a garden fisherman house. who had experience in the tropics said they could exterminate big fish by using cats as bait. No, no, no. That's the original catfishing. <laughs> wow. These aren't fish at all. We really need... That's when we need an Elvis. Uh, he's like, I'm, not, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Um, another man believed a hurricane had pushed the uh, sharks north. Okay, wait, uh, wait. Uh, others so, believed it was... Are these, sorry, are these serious... Is this... These are legitimate ideas. Hire a hurricane? No, no. <laughs> no you believe with cats. <laughs> not an idiot. Someone Hello, hurricane. Seed the hurricane with cats. <laughs> That would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. That would be the best, just cats flying by. <laughs> what? Pick, pick one you want. Yeah, you get like, I have nine. <laughs> um, uh, so, some believe the hurricane had pushed a shark north and he would leave. Others believed it was uh, all of New York City's garbage sorry, that sorry, was luring sorry. the sharks. Yeah. They, they thought a hurricane pushed him north or yeah. they wanted a hurricane to push No, no, no. They're, okay. they're not... 
Oh, they're not crazy. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, Dave. You're I'm right. in there. Just throw some nets in the water. And the garden hose. Don't forget the garden. And cats and dynamite. We're not out of our minds. We're not trying to move a hurricane. But others thought that New York was dumping so much garbage in the bay that sharks were like, there's food. Treasury Secretary uh, William McAdoo phoned President Wilson. McAdoo was in Spring Lake. He wanted the president to mobilize the U.S. Coast Guard and dispatch a federal agent to the shore to organize a, quote, battle against the man-eaters. <laughs> president Wilson met with his cabinet to his discuss the shark situation. It was an election year, and the loss of tourist dollars was hurting the area. <clears throat> the White House vowed to, quote, drive away all the ferocious man-eating sharks which have been making prey of bathers. Bathers? So the White House is in. (laughs) The Washington, D.C. Sunday Star. Quote, a battle is on, and the battle is between the man-eating shark and Uncle Sam. Whoa. For the first time in history, a fish has become such a menace to the safety of the citizens of the United States that the federal government finds it necessary to turn its attention to it. Never before has it turned upon a regiment of fish. Don't... Isn't the problem with us that we just... We don't believe in anything, and then when it's there, we just freak the fuck out and just overdo it. Yep. Like, there's not a problem with anything. There is. Let's drop a bunch of bombs on the fox. You're like, whoa, buddy, can we talk? What just happened to you? It's like a crazy temper. One person's like, just don't go in the water. (laughs) Uncle Sam needs to swim. I'll tell you one thing. Uncle Sam can't get eaten by a shark. These colors don't run. They, Unless red. they're red, red and they're in the, the canoe. Yeah. The, the, the plasma canoe, which yeah. we've all seen. Yeah, blood blood canoe? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that runs. Huh? That runs. Yeah, well. <laughs> okay. Just Point is, yeah. we got a flag. <laughs> so... Uncle Sam will adopt a novel weapon of warfare that has not been put into operation by the seeming all-knowing belligerents across the sea. He is going to fight his new enemy, sharks. The Coast Guard is stretching heavy steel nets to enclose the swimming spaces. This system is used successfully in Australia, where the shark menace is a seasonal affair and not an accidental or unusual one. As it is effective there, it should be effective here. The Coast Guard service says that dynamiting the sharks would be futile. You know, you're in a good place when dynamite's a verb. We're dynamiting! (laughs) Unfortunately, many of the schools of edible fish would also be killed. Treasury Department officials say that steel nets are Uncle Sam's only possible action against the sharks. At the Museum of Natural History, the shark (laughs) experts, including Dr. Lucas, issued a statement. People are saying that the ship sinkings and sailor deaths in the North Sea are creating a shark craving for human flesh. Some are saying that the forceful naval bombings are driving dangerous European sharks across the Atlantic. So <laughs> uh, uh-huh, look out! Yeah, it's the Germans! Yes. Ah. It's the, the fucking Germans! Sharks. It's those yeah. skittle sharks that yeah. are coming over Not here. Happy promise! The American sharks, we swear to God. <laughs> I'll be like cheeseburgers, all the shit. It's just like, yeah, we're from Idaho. So it's like, whatever, that's where my family is, so... Uh, Dr. Lucas said that uh, it was, they, they believed it was just one shark that had strayed thousands of miles from its environment. So great. I mean, never right. Nope. 
They're not dangerous. It's just one crazy one, everyone. <laughs> Fear not, we're not idiots. We're scientists. Dr. Lucas also told the story of a guy who had been swimming in New Jersey. He called for help and was clearly in distress. There were a lot of people nearby, and two guys went to help him, but then someone yelled, Shark! A shark has him! At that point, everyone dashed out of the water and watched the guy drown. There was no shark. Sucks to be that guy. (laughs) (sighs) I sharted! That's what I'm saying! Why would really you yell? Him. Why would you yell that? I'm bragging <laughs> and drowning. Local town meetings were held. All towns wanted the netting. "Quote: If the work were not done yeah. on the fence netting, and anything should happen, the glaring headlines of newspapers would make the council members feel small enough to get under a thimble." The mayor of Matawan was sent tons of ideas of how to deal with the shark. We're gonna build a net. <laughs> Mexico's gonna, gonna, gonna pay for the net. net. Who's gonna <laughs> yeah. pay for the net? The show, we're gonna build an unbelievable net. <laughs> and we're gonna make the underwater sharks pay for it. <laughs> we're gonna make the king of sharks pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not getting the right deal. Trust me, I know how to talk to the sharks. <laughs> I talk to the sharks all the time. My best friend's a shark. <laughs> He's tremendous. He's an unbelievable shark. He's such a shark, you're not even gonna believe him. <laughs> You only believe this guy. And then it's him in a shark outfit. <laughs> I'm the best friend of him. He's the best. He couldn't be in the same room at the same time as me, but as far as humans go, he's number one. Super healthy. You're going to love him. Uh, Australia's leading female swimmer wrote that, quote, the shark is at heart an utter coward and will flee at the slightest disturbance if he's well fed. A letter, just, a little bit just of a... Just carry a bunch of meat on you <laughs> when you're swimming. Okay, hold on, buddy. Let me get it off. Oh, God. No, 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 not the treats. A 12-year-old boy was just a fucking snack for him. He's like, I need a bigger. Great amuse-bouche. I'm going to eat you now. Oh, God. Uh, Who le- will I tell my lesson to? A letter came from Michigan. Dear sir, many years ago, I had a friend in the island of Barbados, whose hobby was shark hunting. Whenever he found a dead horse or mule, he would mutilate the carcass and then have four blacks tow it out into the bay. Invariably, sharks would attack the carcass and he would shoot them with a rifle from the stern of a boat. It's quite inexpensive. (laughs) (laughs) And racist as well. Go ahead, yeah. Yeah. Did you say blacks? Yeah, I said blacks, yeah. But yeah, yes, ma'am. When does this story turn positive? Oh, I'm it's so a dollop th- right now. <laughs> a woman in Denver wrote, "My father, a native of the West Indies, suggests the following: construct a raft capable of floating a dead horse, partly submerged, and anchor it in the vicinity of the sharks. Then locate your motorboats within an easy range." This floating object unfailingly draws man-eaters and no difficulty is experienced. From Philadelphia. Would it not be a good idea to make a dummy out of flesh? (laughs) (laughs) No. So, a citizen of Philadelphia? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Wouldn't that be a man, sir? (laughs) Would it not be a good idea to make a dummy out of flesh-colored clothing and sawdust about the size of a boy attached and attach wires from a battery that would explode dynamite concealed in the left? 
Bills bills like, and I bills happen and to bills. have one in my basement. Started good, uh, got great. Couldn't it. stop listening. So that was Uncle Sam, right? <laughs> I've got an idea for you. <laughs> okay, Let's put it's a bunch a... of fireworks and a horse carcass and put it on a rail. <laughs> what about an exploding meat boy? <laughs> <laughs> put him in the flesh-colored clothes all us humans wear. <laughs> Where's my son? The idea was accompanied by a drawing showing a ball of meat attached to strong piano wire hanging from a spring-loaded float. The instructions read, when the shark pulls the bait, he pulls up the spring and makes contact with the electric circuit, which sets off the dynamite. Those aren't instructions. Those are, that's it? They graphed it out. It's a two-part process. <laughs> that man grew up to be Hitler. <laughs> Uh, from Illinois. Why don't you have the U.S. government round up all available submarines to hunt that murdering shark? Use beef bait if necessary. Yep, absolutely. Use beef bait if necessary. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about said it. that before. Like, no, that's, that's just something you tacked on. Yeah. Get all the submarines out there. All right, oh, we will. And if you need to use beef bait, go for it. Okay, oh, sorry. Good idea. That. Good now, idea. What if any meat, right? Just put the, put the beef on the submarine and take them out. Okay. <laughs> meat submarines is what I'm talking about. By the way, I sell, I'm a cattle rancher. I have uh, plenty of beef available. You ever thought about making sandwiches? <laughs> Are you out of your fucking mind? No one's going to eat meat between bread. It needs wires and dynamite. <laughs> Professor, Professor Nichols uh, said that the influx of sharks could be turned into a positive if the government could catch them because mm -hmm. the skins of sharks are very durable and could be used as a non-cracking leather. So there's, you, you, this guy's thinking outside the box. Yeah, that's great. No, it's always good to uh, think like that. <clears throat> At the creek in Matawan, men hung huge legs of lamb and sides of beef on large hooks from bridges. And hungry citizens ate. <laughs> hey, idiot! Run! <laughs> and, then, and the flies were like, <laughs> Isn't there a war going on at this point? <laughs> Shouldn't Blow there have the been? Blood down. <laughs> yeah, a New York reporter came with a large boat dragging lamb baited grappling hooks and advertising a shark hunting expedition. Wild He's New a Jersey. reporter? Yeah. A reporter slash shark hunter, obviously, right? Yeah. As was the time. <laughs> uh, Wildwood, New Jersey offered $1,000 uh, for a shark. Uh, the resort started losing money rapidly, with $250,000 in reservations canceled within a week. Some resorts had 75% vacancy rates in their high season. The war was on. There were hundreds of sharks being caught. A newspaper report. The roar of dynamite exploded in the creek almost continuously and sounds like a European battle, with hundreds of men armed with guns of every description blazing away at sticks of wood or anything else that the excited hunters believe is a shark's fin. Asbury Park Fishing Club members spent an entire night hunting shark. They were mostly going after the shark bounties to make some cash, but the money would only be paid if human remains were found inside the shark. Oh, my gosh. All right, Ted, this is a tough call, but we need the bounty. <laughs> and he's empty. We drew straws, pal, so get that head off. So. Oh, my God, not Ted! <laughs> So 20s will be fine. So, <laughs> so sharks are being cut open all over the place. Some made money by capturing sharks and then taking uh, the shark on tour around the state. 
You could see sharks on displays at fairs. There was a shark on display at the St. Jones Hotel. Even old Captain Cottrell got in on the action. He caught a 7-foot, 230-pound shark by beating it with a piece of iron. <laughs> he's the greatest... That, that's he's a, the greatest person ever. And, that, and that, that at least is somewhat fair. Yeah. In a way. He's yeah. like, I'll use a device that is not a gun on you. Mano I mean, it's mano. still quite an advantage because the shark's like, ah, fucking land. Fucking land. Yeah. How many sharks have said that? Fucking land. Uh, Cottrell then displayed the, uh, <clears throat> the shark at the fish house on a bridge with a sign reading, Terror of Matawan Creek, 10 cents a look. For days, hundreds of people packed the bridge to get a look. Another Long Island man claimed he caught the killer shark, and he was charging a nickel. That shark he put inside of a zinc-lined coffin. <laughs> so, like sharks are... You know, that's how sharks are caught and shown. Put a shark in a coffin. <laughs> A shark-shaped coffin? <laughs> no, it's a people coffin. A they didn't specially build a shark coffin, but it was just... So its fins were crossed over. Yeah. The <laughs> that makes sense. Now I see it. He looks so natural in his suit. <laughs> That's how I want to remember him. Could you put a little more rouge on the... You did a great job. He looks so natural. He looks very natural. He looks like himself. He looks just like he looked when he bit Charles. <laughs> People started buying sharks from fishermen and displaying the businesses and hotels claiming it was the Jersey murder shark. 102 sharks were killed so, in wait, one New sorry, Jersey sorry, bay Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, people are now sharks? just buying sharks. They're just raw sharks. I don't know what that means. Like fresh, <laughs> freshly dead sharks. Yeah, like a brand new dead shark. Also, apparently dead, in, your, yeah. in your world, it's known as a raw shark. <laughs> so, well, I mean, a, I guess a, I approached it from a sushi chef. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right to question me. A raw shark? Well, now I've heard everything. <laughs> Yeah, so fishermen are out killing sharks, and then so people... So like a sashimi, but with the shark. <laughs> That's correct. Did he have rice around? <laughs> no. So they're just buying them and putting them up around places. Makes sense. Raw, though. Then, yeah. on the morning of July 14th, a taxidermist and Barnum and & Bailey lion tamer Two jobs back then that make no sense together. Did you do your research on double Wikipedia? <laughs> this is all legit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he's dead. So the taxidermist <laughs> and lion tamer named Michael Slicer caught a. And it's very close seven to Slicer for a taxidermist. <laughs> slicer caught a seven and a half foot, 325 pound shark near Matawan Creek. The shark almost sank his boat, and he killed it with an oar. He -hmm. cut the shark's stomach open and found a, quote, suspicious, fleshy material and bones that took up about two-thirds of a milk crate and weighed 15 pounds. Uh, uh, The milk crate weighing... Mm. So why don't you see if you can make Lester look like he used to? Could have been two milk crates of bones, I swear. (laughs) I weigh 19 milk crates. (laughs) (laughs) 
this was a young great white. Scientists determined the stomach contents were human. They found an 11-inch shin bone of a boy and a piece of a rib. Dr. Lucas wrote, there is no doubt about this. They finally had the shark. Schlitzer put the shark on display in the window of a Manhattan shop on Broadway. Around 30,000 people packed the street yes. to see the shark. What are we? TV. <laughs> like, what, uh, curious. We really are. That is and, what we are. And stupid. We're just a, curious and fast to react. Hey, what a, is that? Put it in a store window. Everybody's loving the shark in the window. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine here in society, gang. Do the shark shark. Do, do the, the shark, shark, shark. shark. The new shark burger. Kill it all. <laughs> Eat the whole thing. Schlitzer announced a tour for his taxidermy animals, including the shark, through the Far East. Well, that's the headliner. That was it for the shark attacks on the Jersey Shore. You guys shore. are going to love your next stuffed animal. Uh, <laughs> he's a close friend. <laughs> That was it for the shark attacks on the Jersey Shore in the summer of 1916. One scientist reasoned that there had been no shark attacks before because, quote, sharks simply swallowed their victims whole as with the story of Jonah. Gulp. <laughs> That's fair. Bible-based science. Scientists be scientists. That's right. On September 15, 1916, Joseph Dunn, the only survivor, was released from the hospital. He's the 14-year-old kid. The last fatal shark attack in New Jersey was in 1926. There have been less than 10 attacks in New Jersey since 1960. Peter Benchley, the author of Jaws, has said the 1916 attacks were crucial to his work. Think about it. The old captain. Yeah. The whole, it's the all holiday. They didn't, want, they didn't want to lose tourism. That's all right. Tourism. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> 100 years later... News 12 New Jersey reported on July, uh, June 27th, 2016. Several shark sightings at the Jersey Shore have some visitors anxious, but experts say there's nothing to worry about. <laughs> experts. Experts say. On July 1st, two sharks, 100 yards offshore, were seen chasing a pod of dolphins. Lifeguards ordered everyone out of the water. A pot of dolphins? A pot of dolphins. Pod, okay. That's what they're called. They should start one of these. They'd have... <laughs> they probably have. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Bologna, director of the Marine Biology and Coastal Sciences Program at Montclair, said of the sighting, quote, it's not the first sighting in recent days. A boatload of recreational fishermen came face-to-face with a juvenile great white shark on Sunday. <laughs> he was spraying graffiti on coral. <laughs> It's a phase. Bring out your confessioner. <laughs> Shot kids will be kids. <laughs> a member of Lester Stilwell's family said that some of the more daring boys in the family were often told, quote, if you don't come straight home after school, you'll end up in trouble like Uncle Lester. Oh. That's families for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> They I love doing shit like that. They love that stuff. Therapy for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite so, a threat. Yeah. I love you, honey. Don't end up your Uncle Lester. Eaten by a shark. So, so uh, a shark. I think people are really fucking stupid. <laughs> I think that's the conclusion we can draw. Um, comments now, about sharks? Want one? Need one? 
I'm sorry. Are you? We're saying selling sharks. We'll be selling sharks. Selling oh. sharks. Shark merch. We'll be signing sharks at the table. We sign sharks. <laughs> That's cool. We sign sharks, by the way. Um, well, what's good is that we've learned, and now we just kill them for their fins. Oh, it's like I now love, we like yeah. get it. That's better. You yeah. just grab it because of the soup. Yep. You guys. It makes you want to fuck. <laughs> They're worth it, okay? Oh, my God. Get if those ever, fins off and push it back in. If you've ever fucked after it's fun and having it's funny. some thin soup. Ah. Mm, ah. Yeah, it's worth. And Karen, when you ah. see a guy with a, like, a leather necklace with a shark tooth on yeah. it, oh. turn on are you? Oh, my Which God. row was it? Oh. How do you not oh have God. sex with that guy? Yeah. Yeah. You no. can't not want it. Yeah. yeah. Shark man. Yeah. Do you have the rest of the teeth at home, sir? <laughs> What's the, what's the, uh, what is that? That is what? That's Flirty Gary. What is that thing? You've never met him? What is, that I'd is, I'd love uh, to see the jaw. <laughs> what is happening? You ever been inside a shark? <laughs> uh, no. What is, what is... Is it a dance? He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Look, he doesn't care. He does not give two shits at all. I like that I learned that um, sharks can, if they feel like it, go anywhere they anywhere, want. Anywhere, apparently. That a is... shark, a shark. So I, so I, I was trying to figure That's out what so it... <laughs> Everyone was had these different... Just anywhere. Like places when you like got older, you were like, when I was a kid, I used to be worried I'd see one in a creek. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, yeah. Now so you're I... like, Jamba Juice, I'm all nervous. <laughs> Is there a shark in there? Fuck. Excuse me? <laughs> I read tons of different things about what could have caused it. And then one guy was like, a, a shark expert, he was like, I think it's just a fucked up shark. Like, a, <laughs> like, a, like he was literally like, I think it was just like a fucking moron. Like he was just a fucking idiot well, shark. It was like, get her, get killed. What, what, <laughs> what it does remind me of is like, when I used to get lost and I'd be like before like GPS and I'd be like I'm gonna power through this and figure <laughs> yeah, it out yeah and then you'd be like Just keep going you'd be like 800 miles away and be like alright I'm a fucking idiot where's Big Bear <laughs> I'm not asking for directions so this may sound callous but um, if this if it took this many people to die to give us Jaws, the movie, it's totally worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's 100%. Really 100%. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Listen to my favorite murder. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it. But either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, 
to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.